Welcome to this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live, the show which ensures that you profit from your time spent here with experts, either through the industry insights, information, or simply learning from them. And today we have Mark Snukas, strategy advisor, and he helps ambitious leaders and entrepreneurs design and execute winning strategies. Welcome to the show, Mark. Hi, thanks, AJ. Thanks a lot for having me. You are welcome, and I'm sure a lot of people will benefit from what we are, yeah, we are going to talk. You are the master for today, and we'll be talking about how to make better strategy. So first to understand from you, uh, Mark, is that uh, you say a strategy is not a plan, and, and strategy is something different. So what is this strategy which, uh, which insiders don't know and you also don't want a consultant from outside, then where will this strategy come from? Tell us about this strategy and how one can make this strategy better. Several things at the same time, you are the master. Uh, yeah. I ask them together so that you can answer them at the at your own pace at the beginning itself. Great, great. Thanks a lot, AJ. Yeah, so uh, this idea of how to make better strategy, why do we need better strategies? So first of all, I mean, many companies they do something they call strategy and i'm not the, the only one saying that that this is an issue but many big thinkers management thinkers roger martin for example uh he's also coming from the same angle saying that many companies they call something strategy but it's not really strategy so he's famous for saying uh you have strategic planning so it has the word but it's it's not strategy uh so the question is what what is companies are doing and what i see is lots of companies they have plans, so they have lots of activities where they say, this is what we need to do. Uh, they might have financial objectives, you know, for next year, for the year after, three years, five years, all these kind of things. But that's not really strategy. And why is it not really strategy? Because we hear the same leaders complain about that stuff is not working. Right? So they, they don't reach their goals. They, um, uh, they, don't, they don't stick to their budgets. Uh, maybe they do, but then they are not successful in, uh, in the market. So first thing is that many companies do say they do strategy, but it's not really strategy. So it's some kind of planning maybe, but it's not strategy. So then what is uh, strategy? So at the end of the day, strategy is really about how can you win in the marketplace? How can you be, uh, how can you be competitive? Uh, how can you beat your competition? How can you win your customers? And how at the end of the day, can you actually be uh, successful. Right? So what we what we have here, what we call better strategy or good strategy, is actually the idea of focusing really strategy again on going away from this long term planning to focusing on what can you do now to actually make your strategy successful. And this includes focusing on the biggest challenges that you have. So really focusing on what are the challenges, what is keeping you from reaching your ambitions and what are you going to do about that? And not necessarily what are you going to do about that in the long term, but what are you going to do about that in the next 12 months? And along the same lines, um, what are the opportunities that you see out there? And I have a, a whole book uh, on out of opportunities called The Out of Opportunity. It's all about how to find and seize opportunities for uh, new growth and for uh, innovation. So that was, a, in a nutshell, a, a short introduction. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. You put it, put it well. And if I understand uh, strategies about the now and much more of the winning, uh, winning combination, something that helps you retain your customers, increase your customer base, increase right. your revenue, 
helps you win in the marketplace. If uh, is that right? Yes, exactly. So I think it's really you know what what we see a lot in strategy is that companies they they say they do strategy and then they do best practice uh, analysis. Uh, they they look at what competitors are doing. And then very often they they are afraid that if they don't do the same thing they will they will lose. But that's actually what you're doing there. So you're copying what somebody else is doing, somebody else's strategy. So first of all, it's only copying what they thought about maybe already a year or two years ago, right? So you're always kind of running behind, or you're copying something that might be good for your competitor, but it does not necessarily fit your organization or your market and and your exact customers, right? So you're always kind of uh, running behind. So the idea of winning is really that you need to be different. Right? So there is no use in being better. Right? So you really need to be different, which brings us back to innovation. I mean, you need to bring, so being different means that you need to bring uh, innovation into your strategy. That's actually one of the, uh, one of the, the shifts that, that I try to do with my customers. So going away from benchmarking and, and best practices to uh, putting innovation back into, uh, into strategy. Right, right, Mark. Then, if we look at companies today, and you yourself have have a very great background, coming from a background of you know former director of innovation at Deloitte. So, with that sort of a background, you have dealt with many companies. Earlier, you started all this strategy advisory work just out of college, and and, and I read about that experience of yours. So, you have that, whether good or bad, whatever way you consider, you have a uh, deep experience about strategy and ed- strategy advising, but in terms of looking at the market from you know from all angles, is that what is wrong with their strategy? And these are all talented people, CEOs, CFOs, CMOs, and now the fractional CMOs have also come. Everything is fractional, you know. And and with all that, and, and then you also have got consultants. Many of them consultants uh, are, are there. So, what is wrong with this strategy? And if we say that, okay, this is what is wrong, then why are they making wrong strategies? Who is responsible for this? And how are they going to correct it? Is it only Mark Lucas left in the world to correct the strategies of company? If consultants won't be able to do it, then who who are you? Uh, I just want to understand this whole gamut of, you know, why is it that so many talented people, big companies, small companies, medium-sized companies, what is it that they are doing wrong? that they should be actually focusing to make it correct. And they are actually maybe many a time just focusing on the plan and not the strategy mm-hmm. itself. Yeah, so, so I think, I mean, again, a couple of, a couple of topics there, right? So I, I'm not the only one saying this, right? So first off, so I think that many, many people start realizing now that the way they do strategy, uh, this traditional way of strategy or the old school way of strategy is no longer fit for what we're facing today. You know, you have to you have to remember that strategy it came out of of corporate planning also uh, in the 50s and 60s and at the time strategy and planning was really looking at uh, you didn't have that many companies so there was not a lot of competition and usually big companies they needed some kind of planning for the next couple of years and what strategy looked like was to say by how much is the market going to grow in the next years huh? and then estimate what is the market share that we think we will have. And then you planned to build the capacity so that you could fulfill that demand. So that was really what strategy looked like in the, uh, in the 50s and 60s. Right? And then over time, things became a little bit more 
sophisticated, so you became more sophisticated about analysis, what kind of industry should you bring, we became more sophisticated about planning and so on and so forth. But I think that many companies, they still do strategy based on these old assumptions that you can actually plan what's going to happen the next three, four, five years and then build up the capacity to that. But what we see nowadays is very different. Right? So you have lots of disruptions. We had COVID. We still have many supply chain issues because of COVID after that. Now, COVID was almost done. Then we had um, the challenge in, in Ukraine and the war in Ukraine, which again, uh, at least for us in Europe, created lots of disturbances. Now you have inflation. People are talking about recession. So, you know, these, these disruptions, they kind of come at a faster pace. So you have prepared for something, you think that, okay, we're done with COVID and then the next thing hits. Now we have inflation and then the next thing hits and so on and so forth. So the, the, the way you do traditional planning does not keep up with these changes. So that's why we need to become more agile. We need to become more dynamic also uh, when we're talking about strategy. Right? So the idea is that instead of doing these three to five year plans, right, which are rooted a lot in analysis, say, okay, they don't work anymore. We need to change that. So we need to focus on what are the challenges that we need to face now in the next 12 months, right? You have to change nowadays. Now it's, it's about inflation. It might be about recession. So there's really no use in thinking about 10 years from now. If you don't uh, overcome the challenges now, you're not going to be there in, in, in 10 years. So strategy becomes more shorter, shorter cycle. And then uh, to your argument about the, about the consultants, I think it's a little bit of a paradox, right? We say that strategy is so important. It's the most important thing for making your company successful or not. And how comes we outsource that work to a, to a consultant? Right. Right? So we give somebody else the responsibility to think about the future of, uh, of your company. Right? And I think that's a little bit of a, of a paradox. So, um, And then many companies, my clients, lots of my clients, they come to me after they have done a project with a traditional consultant and they are not happy. So either they say, well, now we have this 200 PowerPoint slide document that nobody's really going to read. And even the people who went through it, they might say, yeah, and so what? What are we supposed to do now? We don't know. And I've seen many of these. And very often, again, it's a long list of stuff that you need to do, but it's not really a, a strategy with a clear logic behind, with, with coherent actions that actually help you to achieve your objectives. So that's one reason that people that I hear people complain about. And the other thing they complain about is very often because they have outsourced strategy to a consultant. And yes, the consultant, they might have done some interviews and they've spoken to your people. But at the end of the day, they often propose something where then the company says, well, this is not us. Well, this, this doesn't really fit us. And, and we understand maybe the logic behind, but it's just not what we want to do. Right? So again, they are left with something where uh, they say, well, this is not what we're going to do. And then they come to me and they say, Mark, can you help us develop our own strategy? So what I do is I don't tell you what your strategy should be, but I really take you through the process. So I ask you, I ask you the questions that you should be asking yourself. I help you find the answers. I provide inspiration. I provide the tools and the methodologies. And together, we really co-create your strategy for your organization. And what we find then is because it was co-created with the leadership team, with people from throughout the organization, sometimes we involve customers, sometimes we involve client um, uh, suppliers in the whole process. We really have a strategy that people are convinced is the way to go forward. The management team is very aligned 
and the organization is actually really also committed to, to doing it and implementing it. Right, right, Mark. So to understand in these organizations is that uh, what is it that, you know, that they fall short on while, uh, you know, working out on their strategy? Uh, and who does this strategy actually, you know, lie with? Who works on it? Who, uh, uh, who is the one who should be responsible for the real, the good strategy? Should it be the CEO? Should it be the CMO? Should it be the... Uh, should be the be the janitor, whoever it is. But <laughs> yeah. how should you you know? Because uh, it has to carry on uh, something which 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 everybody understands fully, uh -huh. and not is a part of a PPT which nobody understands. Right. So, what is the right way to look at building a strategy? Just as you say, with the leadership team yeah. and with all the uh, all the uh, all the actual stakeholders. Who are actually responsible for for that particular work? One one is that part. And yeah, right. so so first, think, yeah, yeah, carry on, carry on. Then I'll ask. Thank, thank you. So first of all, I think it should be CEO responsibility. I, I mean, as a CEO, as a leader, as an owner of the company, you are in charge of uh, thinking about where your company, where you want to take your company, what your ambitions are, and, and what it should look like. So I think it's CEO responsibility. Then obviously, what you should not do is you should not do. Uh, strategy really behind closed boardroom doors, right? So it's really about involving people in the entire process. Now, that, this does not mean that you involve everybody and you ask everybody, what should our strategy be, right? So I've also done projects like this in my kind of being yeah, yeah. naive and, and wanting to involve everybody. So we've done projects like these and usually you uh, you overwhelm people, you know, because your 20-year-old accountant who has been with the company for, for I don't know, three months, yeah doesn't know what the strategy of the company should be. And if you ask her, then she's going to be overwhelmed anyhow. Right? So, but you can involve people strategically throughout the process. So for example, if we say strategy is about uh, solving our most critical challenges and it's about seizing our highest value opportunities, you can ask your, the, the organization, what are the big challenges you're seeing? What are the opportunities you see? So you collect all of that input and then it's still uh, management leadership decision to say, okay, here are the two or three that we will focus on. Right. And maybe we need some additional input, so we, we might need to do some analysis. And this is where a consultant can also, again, be something okay. valuable. If you, know, if, you know, if you need market research or you need some kind of analysis and you don't have the knowledge in-house, you don't have the capabilities in-house, that's something you can buy in. Right? But you should not outsource the whole process, I think, in my opinion, to, to a, a consultant. Right. So you can ask about what are the opportunities and the challenges. Management takes a decision. These are the two, three we want to focus on. Then again, you can ask the organization, what are your ideas? What should we be doing about it? Right. So again, you can uh, involve the organization like this. And then again, management makes decisions. And then you can explain the decisions. Why are we doing this and not that? Right. And once you do that, everybody, usually everybody in the organization or most parts of the organization, they understand really well why you do it. And they then also, they are convinced and they believe in you. And then they, they uh, buy, into the, buy into the strategy. Then you can ask, again, involve the organization in, in asking, okay, if this is our strategy, what do you think we need to do to be able to implement it? So you involve them in the implementation instead of just telling them, go implement or whatever, ask them, what do they need for implementation? And again, you can adjust then your implementation plan to what the organization says. And uh, you also then need to uh, involve the organization, obviously, in the implementation, one of the different ways to do that. 
and you should involve the organization in constantly, constantly and continuously checking and, and reviewing whether your strategy is actually actually working. So here the, the other day I was in a, in a workshop and uh, one of the executives said, well, we don't need to do strategy every month, right? And here again, we are in the, the old school strategy thinking where you believe you, you can set your strategy now and then you don't talk about it in a year or maybe two years and you check back. And again, because stuff is changing so fast and the environment is changing and, and things are happening, uh, you need to be constantly looking at your strategy right? and constantly ask the organization, first, are we doing what we actually agreed upon that we will do it? Second, is it leading to the results that we uh, expected to see or not? And third, is still everybody in the organization committed to the strategy and convinced that this is the way uh, the way forward? So kind of check on the on the mood of the strategy. And I think this is something that uh, that you you need to do that on a on a constant constant basis, monthly. Uh, do these uh, these regular check ins to see whether uh, it's going in the right direction. At least at the beginning, I always tell my clients, let's do it monthly. Some then say, let's do it weekly. Uh, so they are really behind it. And then once you get into a good rhythm, you can say, okay, now let's do it every every two months or every quarter, for example. Right? But I think every quarter should still be kind of the, the minimum. Right, right. So if we look at this whole strategy thing, then how should an organization or the leadership look at these different components? One is the strategy itself. Then is the plan. Mm. And then there is the vision of the company. Uh -huh. Where does innovation come in? And then what? there is, we also talk about, you know, the human side coming into it. Otherwise, yeah. it will all be fruitless. Right. So how right. do you see this whole different set of things coming together? Yeah. And it, it's, it's like, you know, the earth moving. It's the revolution as well as, right. you know, rotating as well as revolving yeah. at the same time. So organizations, uh, different components have to continue to do their work and all have to move in sync. So how do you, as a uh, as a somebody who looks at much more on the step-by-step -step process, you have developed your strategy launch pad. Mm -hmm. How do you look at this whole aspect of this, the real strategy working in, yeah. in the real manner possible? All right, so you have these different components, as you say, right? And I think that, so the first you talk about vision or some companies call about mission, or I, I usually talk about ambitions. So what, what do you want to achieve? So that's where we start, right? And then, so strategy is really about how do we get there? Right? What is keeping us from, from going there? What are the steps we need to take? And then think about what is the next immediate kind of objective we can achieve in the next 12 to 18 months, maybe, that takes us towards our ambitions, right? So you have the ambition right, going forward. You have the strategy then, which is about what are the challenges? Uh, how are we going to overcome these challenges? What are the opportunities? How are we going to seize these opportunities? Part of the strategy should be then... Uh, a list, a set of coherent actions that you want to put in place. So this is where your plan comes, right? So planning then is really, okay, here is the things that we think we need to do in order, uh, in order to get there, right? So that's the plan. And then the final aspect you talked about was the, the human aspect and the human dimension. So yes, I mean, as I said before, there are different ways of how to keep on involving uh, the organization throughout the entire process and uh, as we know from any kind of change management or organizational transformation the more you involve people the earlier you involve people in the process the more likely and the more successful your implementation is actually going to be uh, when once you come to the to the implementation 
So that would be the, yeah. So you have the vision, you have the strategy, you have the plan, and throughout all of this, you keep on involving the organization. Right. And then a strategy a strategy advisor. Where does he or she fits in? And and how long should they uh, the uh, the company envisage looking at the role of a strategy advisor? Because uh, yeah. well, it can be a short term, it can be a long term. But what is the ideal term of looking at? It from a company's point of view, not from the advisor point yes, of view. Right. <laughs> right. Well, I think so. Um, the role, so my role as an advisor in this whole thing is that I help to structure and facilitate this process. Uh, so I, I do workshops or meetings with the executive team. Uh, I advise them on, okay, let's get input. How do we involve the people? Then I might do uh, workshops with people throughout the organization to collect their input, get feedback on the strategy, these kind of things. And I really, I design this process and I facilitate this process. Right? So that's one role that a strategy advisor, strategy consultant, in my opinion, should take. Then throughout this process, you might need some special expertise here and there, uh, be it on finance expertise, uh, analyzing your financials. Maybe you need some expertise when it comes to uh, doing some market research. So you might have a, a company that does some focus groups, uh, market analysis, these kind of things. So you can buy that kind of consulting pieces along the, along the process, if you like. Now, so this is the, the how strategy consultants should or can be involved. Uh, when it comes to the length, uh, something that, that I don't believe in and I have never seen this work is if you just do a two-day strategy retreat right. kind of off-site workshop once a year. Right? So usually my engagements, what we do, there's a couple of ways on how to do it. So there is CEOs that I kind of coach one-on-one. -on -one. So we have maybe a, a six-month uh, relationship and I get on the call with them every two weeks and we discuss strategy and I, I take them through the, the whole process. This is usually for smaller, smaller companies, uh, medium-sized companies, um, small leadership teams. And so we do it in that kind of way. Then uh, some companies, they, they say, well, we want to do the workshops, but we don't do one workshop, but we do a series of maybe four or five two-day workshops where we go to the process. And then depending on yeah, how much time uh, you have, how quickly we find dates for these workshops, but let's say, two to three months. Uh, so you have a, a strategy and the execution plan in, in like two to three months. In other cases, uh, I've had other clients where we did um, like six months of, of half day meetings uh, every now and then, uh, again, depending on time, depending on also how much work needs to be done in between the workshops to get, to get input. Uh, so it can take six months. Uh, I think I have never done anything longer when it comes to development than, than six months. And again, so six months, but it was really a couple of weeks break in between because something had to be done or nobody had time. Everybody was on vacation, things like these. Right? So I, I tend to do that. And then I support implementation. So if it's a larger organization, I might have a, a contract for a year uh, where I support them in implementation, which doesn't mean that I'm full time working for the company, but uh, again, once a month, we might we might uh, get together, we might look at what is working, what is not working, what do we need to change, what do we need to adjust, and then uh, they work again for a month, and then we go back uh, a month later and we look again at, okay, what have you done, what has worked, what has not worked, and then we take it to the next step, this kind of thing. So at the at the end of the day, my my objective is really that as a, as a client, uh, you become self-sufficient and you can do this without... Uh, the help of a consultant and sometimes 
that's uh, yeah. Some organizations they are a little bit higher on the maturity, so it's quicker, and sometimes they are a little bit lower on the maturity, and it takes a little bit longer. But that's the ultimate goal: is that you can do it on your own afterwards. Wonderful, wonderful. And and, and you may say, but organizations will continue to need the right strategy advisors who can help them with the step-by-step -step process. You know, make sure that they they are able to put. Uh, all those frameworks and methodologies into practice and only a person who is looking things from outside can yeah. do that. The real thinking has to come from within, but yes. the way one can look at it in a dispassionately is somebody like you. And there is so much to learn about this strategy thing, Mark. So how do people connect with you? How can organizations know more about you and also engage with you professionally? Yeah, so I mean, a good, uh, good place to start is... Um... If you just Google my name, Mark Snukers, you're gonna you're gonna find me, or go to my website, which is uh, snukers.com, so S-N-I-U-K-A-S.com, uh, and there you're gonna see there's a free guide which you can download, which is about the strategy launchpad that you mentioned. So it's a, a good introduction, I would say, to uh, asking you the questions you should be thinking about when when coming to when it comes to strategy. And uh, something I, I always I always say also is that you know strategy. We know pretty much everything we need to know from a theoretical point of view about how to do strategy. And if people read up on strategy and also if they, if they read my guide, they say, yeah, this is, sounds rather easy and it's simple and nothing, nothing out of the ordinary. And that's exactly right. You know, strategy is something of it's one of these disciplines. It's easy to do, but it's also easy not to do. What I mean by that is if you really take the time and you go through the questions and you get some help maybe here and there, it's not rocket science to develop a, a strategy. Right? Sometimes it takes a little bit of time to get the right insight that you need, but uh, it's not something that's impossible to do. On the other hand, uh, because you need to take the time to think about it, many people don't do it because maybe it's not urgent, or once it becomes urgent, then they, they start thinking about it, uh, but often then it's already a little bit too late. Uh, and, and it's easy to, to not do in the sense that there's always operational stuff that's much more important and much more urgent. And so strategy kind of gets gets pushed uh, to the side. So that's also another reason why sometimes it helps to have a, uh, an external advisor is to keep you accountable and actually keep you working on the strategy. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. With this, it's a wrap on this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live. Thank you so much indeed for joining us. Thank you. Bye.